स्मार्ट कास्ट लिसनिंग टू अंदुस्तान टाइम्स प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट हेलो दीज आर द टॉप न्यूज फॉर द डे The Delhi police has registered a case under multiple penal provisions including India's anti-terror law in connection with the violent protest at the Indian High Commission in London on March 19th when pro-Khalistan activists were able to clamber onto the mission's balcony and pull down the national flag from a pole at the front of the building a senior police officer said on Friday The case has been registered by the city police's special cell which investigates terror activities the officer who asked not to be named said the first information report fir was registered on directions of the ministry of home affairs which asked the police to take appropriate legal action on the report received from the ministry of external affairs about the incident the fir has invoked provisions of the indian penal code the unlawful activities prevention act and the prevention of damage to public property act The protests in London on March 19th began hours after Punjab police launched a statewide manhunt against pro-Khalistani separatist preacher Amritpal Singh and his followers, arresting nearly 100 people on the first day and suspending mobile internet and text messaging services across the state. Amritpal Singh, who was accused in 8 FIRs of abduction, inciting violence, and disturbing social harmony, is linked to the Khalistani secessionist movement and is chief of Waris Punjab Day. The Supreme Court on Friday agreed to hear the plea jointly filed by 14 political parties led by Congress alleging arbitrary use of the Enforcement Directorate, ED, and Central Bureau of Investigation, CBI, in arresting the opposition leaders. A bench headed by Chief Justice of India Dijinder Chur agreed to list the matter on April 5. Senior advocate Abhishek Manu Singhvi mentioned the plea filed by 14 political parties against the arbitrary use of probe agencies Ed and CBI. Today Ed and CBI are being used against leaders of opposition parties and 95% of cases are of opposition leaders. We're asking for pre-arrest guidelines and post-arrest guidelines, he said. Various parties which have approached the top court include Dravidar Munnetra Karogam, DMK, Rashtriya Janata Dal, Bharat Rashtra Samiti, All India Trinamool Congress, Aam Aadmi Party, National Conference, Nationalist Congress Party, NCP, Shiv Sena Dal Camp, Jharkhand Mukti Morcha, JMM, Janata Dal, United Communist Party of India, CPI, Communist Party of India, Marxist and Samajwadi Party SP The Supreme Court on Friday restored the doctrine of guilt by association as it set aside its 2011 judgments which had ruled that mere membership of a banned organization cannot be a crime A three-judge bench headed by Justice Mr Shah noted in its judgment that there was no challenge to the law when the principle of ascribing criminal liability on a person because of their association with a banned organization was rejected by the court in its previous judgments nor was the union government heard before the verdict overruling a bundle of previous judgments the bench also comprising justices CT Ravikumar and Sanjay Karol affirmed the validity of section 10A I in the unlawful activities prevention act UAPA 1967 which makes membership of a banned organization a crime punishable with a jail term of up to 2 years 
underlining that the impugned provision was completely in sync with the objective of the APA. The bench held that continued membership of an organization banned under the 1967 law should be a crime against the sovereignty and integrity of the country. The top court was considering the center's plea to review the two judgments of 2011, in which a provision of the Terrorist and Disruptive Activities, Prevention, Act, Tada, now repealed, was read down to hold that mere membership of a banned organization cannot incriminate a person unless he or she resorted to or incited violence. These decisions had come while hearing two separate cases of bail and conviction under Tada. An intelligence report on Huaris Punjab Day Chief Amrit Pal Singh has claimed that the radical Sikh leader is no devout Sikh and has been leading a lavish lifestyle in Dubai with frequent trips to Thailand, news agency ANI reported. The report said Amrit Pal Singh used to beat Kirandeep Kaur whom he married in February this year. Kirandeep was kept in captivity, the report said doubting the Khalistan sympathizer's relationship with other women. Kirandeep Kaur has been questioned by the police reportedly in connection with the foreign funds that Varis Punjab Day received. On March 18, the Punjab police launched a massive crackdown on the organization and its chief. Several arrests have been made while Amrit Pal Singh remains absconding. Amrit Pal Singh is a wife-beater and Kirandeep Kaur was kept in captivity. The duo got married in a modest ceremony in February. Though Kirandeep's family is from Punjab, they settled in UK and Kirandeep is a UK citizen. Umrit Pal Singh does not talk about his past fearing possible damage to the image he has been building. Before coming to India, Umrit Pal Singh was a truck driver in Dubai until 2022 when he came to India to become the chief of Waris Punjab Day, Deep Seduce organization. Then he styled himself like Pindron Wale and his followers started calling him Pindron Wale 2.0. Ottawa is monitoring the situation in Punjab closely, following developments related to the pursuit of Waris Punjab Day leader Amrit Pal Singh and the arrest of several of his associates. The first formal statement from the government on this matter came in the form of a reply from Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in the House of Commons of Wednesday. We are looking forward to a swift return to a more stable situation, Trudeau said. He was responding to a question from New Democratic Party or NDP leader Jagmeet Singh. However, Trudeau did not address other issues raised by Singh. He said the NDP, which is supporting the minority Liberal Party government, demanded that Canada boycott the G20 events in Chandigarh and Kashmir, and ban BJP officials from entering Canada who have uttered death threats against Canadians. A similarly careful statement was also made by Canada's Minister of Foreign Affairs Melanie Jolie on Thursday while answering a question from Indo-Canadian MP Aquinder S. Gahir in the House. We are aware of the evolving situation in Punjab and we are following it very closely. We look forward to a return to a more stable situation, she said, adding, and you can always count on the Government of Canada to make sure that we will continue to address the concerns of many members of the community. You were listening to the HD Daily News Wrap, a beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HD Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast